Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. My name is Tom Hamlet, and uh, we are co-hostless today. Kix uh, is at work, so it's just me, and uh, we have a very exciting guest today, our first international guest. How exciting is that? And um, you know him as the, I, I really think he is the, like, the creator of memes to me. Like, he is the iconic meme Instagram account, Joe Gunn. Uh, you can follow him there at Joe Gun 90 and on Twitter at Joe Gunn. Um, Joe, hi. How are you? Hi, Tom. I'm really good. Um, thank you for that intro. That's very sweet. And I'm happy to be here. I mean, I really mean it. Like you, you truly, if if you're not following Joe, like, are you gay? <laughs> are you actually gay? <laughs> Revoke your gay card right now. No, I honestly don't blame anyone who doesn't follow me because uh, my content is pretty stupid, but um, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad you enjoy it. No, I love it. I mean, you know, it's so good. I just, I'm like, I've started creating memes as of like, as I started this podcast, I've started awesome. like creating them, but I... I, I, I'm sure half of them are not funny at all, but <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how you, how do you just look like, do you like log videos, like as you watch shows and be like, oh, that's a good meme. Or do you just like have this like memory where you can just go back and be like, oh my God, I remember this moment in Married to Medicine and an OC or Simple Life or that I can just like plug into a meme. Like, how do you do it? So with the new episodes that come in weekly I just watch them like normal and then uh, I wait for the stuff to jump out at me sometimes it doesn't um but yeah if something like makes sense in my head um I will just go ahead and grab that um but sometimes um I could yeah I could it, I could just think of something like oh yeah that moment from OC in um 2012 um would work really good with this uh, setup that I've thought up. Um, so yeah, a bit of both, I would say. I mean, they, yeah, once again, follow him. He's hilarious. The The things you come up with, I'm like, I don't, like you'll come up with moments that I'm like, I don't even remember that moment. And you like zoom in on it. Like the, I, I love, I saw that you have been rewatching or watching for the first time Married to Medicine. And I really loved your one recently of Lisa Nicole, like sipping the tea. <laughs> it's such a random, yes. meme, but like, it's so funny. It fit like your, the, the meme prompt so perfectly. Right. Yeah. No, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, and it spoke to you as much as it spoke to me. Um, no, I just watched it. And just like, I saw these two women having a conversation and suddenly Lisa Nicole Cloud comes up and she's literally <laughs> sipping tea. And I was like, I, how has no one done this? <laughs> like, Wait, and so I got, um, did you know that Lisa's coming back to Married to Medicine? I heard that, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, definitely. I thought it was fun. I like the beat. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 she is what she is. It's just the MLM thing really puts me off. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, I went down a rabbit hole of, like, finding out what exactly it is she she sells. And it's... it's, it's bizarre company called five links obviously you could cut this out because it's not affiliated or anything but it's is like they sell anything from like coffee to like financial advice or credit busting services um and yeah so it's like i, I don't like what she's doing to people's lives <laughs> no it's a, it's a pyramid scheme completely yeah it's completely and uh but she um she claims that it's uh totally non-sus um but yeah so um I started watching Married to Medicine in season four um and I'd never gone back so um I decided to 
go back and do my homework and watch from season one and I don't regret it because it is a top tier Bravo show that um, a lot of people don't watch um, and yeah um, hopefully by putting out clips on my Instagram I'm encouraging people well no I know I've encouraged people to go to go and seek it out they're like what show is this and yeah so I'm glad I'm doing the work <laughs> yeah no I I just recently watched Marriage Medicine from the beginning I like have never watched it live. I recently watched it right before quarantine at the beginning of 2020, like just because I was like, I need a new show to watch. And I like have known who all the characters were, but I like have never actually watched it. And it, I slept on it. I feel like so many people sleep on it. It is so funny. Those women, I mean, Heavenly is psychotic. Yeah, Heavenly, she's a character, isn't she? Um it's so funny how you see her in season one, just in the background at, at Carrie's party. Yeah. And she just looks so quiet and demure. And it's like, you have no idea what these people are actually like once you cast them in, in the show. Um, yeah, I'm not like a heavily stan, I have to say. I kind of, I, I feel like she's a little annoying, but you know, she's um, an excellent businesswoman. And um, yeah, she definitely has her, her brand of, of comedy that um, I'm sure speaks to some people. Yeah, I mean, I think I like Toya. I just love Taki Toya. Yeah, She's my oh, fave. Oh, I love her too. It's. I think what's so cool about the show, though, is that you know we're seeing women with like huge careers, like on television. Like, like that's it's it's not something you get on all of these like group shows, Housewives, or anything kind of similar to Housewives. Like these women are are making so much money as doctors, like really, really doing good work too. And then for some reason, they signed on to do a reality show as well. It's just, it's crazy that they agreed to do it, you know? It's just, you know, even doctors have egos that need to be <laughs> soothed. And it's like when Made in Chelsea first came on um, in the UK, um, uh, obviously in the UK, it's a UK show, um, but it was sort of like, these people are so rich and they're like heirs to these fortunes. Um, why are they doing this show? But it's like, even rich people want to be famous you know right. um uh so yeah no i i think marriage medicine is so it's so refreshing and original and um i would have never have thought to do, to do a reality show about doctors like again sort of I, I like you sort of said i would assume that doctors wouldn't want to be interested in doing any of that right. um but um but then you know out of all the doctors in the world, there are going to be some doctors that want to do a reality show. And, and now they've got three different franchises. They've got LA. Well, I don't know if Houston's still going. Did it get cancelled? Um, uh, I know yeah, LA I took that off. got cancelled, but LA took off. I've started watching LA. Do, have you watched it? I haven't, but it's on my list and like my actual list that I'm going to watch, not my fake list that I tell people about. <laughs> it's, it, it's okay. I, I mean, it's entertaining, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I feel like okay. there's a whole world of UK reality that I don't know that I want you to tell me about. So like, what is like, um, if I'm going to, if I, you know, I love housewives, I love Bravo. I really consume everything. I, I've watched like first dates before, but I've never watched like, like a housewives like show in the UK. You guys have a, have a housewives there, right? Like We've got Cheshire, Cheshire Housewives, which I don't watch. Um, I know like some of the key players, but I don't. It's just so different. It's not what I'm used to. Um, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. Um, for whatever reason, I don't watch it. I'm not opposed to watching it. It's just I'm 
when I've got so much else on my plate, it's like, I'm not going to make room for Cheshire when I've got other stuff to do. Right. Like these are all commitments, you know, all these franchises. Um, and it's like pick and choose your battles. I know. Um, I guess uh, Love Island is the, is the biggest UK export. Well, actually, I'm not sure whether Love Island did originate no, in the did. UK. It did, didn't it? Yeah, it's just, sometimes it's like I I grew up um, a huge Big Brother fan and I always assumed that Big Brother started in the UK, but it didn't. It was like Sweden or Germany or something. Um, and then it was sold to like the UK, US. Um, uh, but yeah, no, Love Island is, is the biggest export. And now obviously the US has a version. Um, uh, and yeah, so we've got Made in Chelsea, TOWIE, which I don't watch. The only way is Essex, if, you, if you're not familiar with what I mean I'm by TOWIE. I'm familiar with that. Uh, only ways Essex. Only mostly Gemma because Collins, no Gemma you know Collins. Gemma yeah. Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, we've got I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. I don't know if the US version is still running, but that's no. still going after a yeah, hundred years. You guys have. I, I don't mean this in any way to the people of UK, but you, you, they, you guys go places with reality that Americans just don't. Like, 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 isn't like. Isn't there like a naked one there to like where like people are like literally fully naked or something like not naked and afraid. Naked, naked attraction naked is where they yeah. um, they they see a body part by body part <laughs> and then eliminate them is if they don't like the look at that body part, they get eliminated. Um, yeah, I haven't actually sat down and watched that show, but I've seen <laughs> the clips that go viral and it does look like fun. Again, I'm not sure if that originated in the UK. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a German export. That sounds kind of like um european yeah um, yeah looks like great fun um so yeah maybe i'll get around to watching that one day i've never watched it but um while we're talking about shows and stuff uh uh our first kind of segment here at dumpster dive is i ask uh, my guest uh what reality show or tv reality culture made them a dumpster diva made you love like the trash and uh yeah i want to hear about that from you joe I think, again, I think it would be Big Brother. Um, so it, it started in um, 1999, I think, and I was I was nine and I just, I loved it. Um, I, I loved it so much. I would like pretend to be on it. Like I'd sit on um, the armchair in my living room, set up, set up the VHS camcorder and pretend I'm in the diary room and I'd like record diary room sessions of myself and like doing impressions of of the, um, the housemates. Yeah, huge Big Brother fan. Um, and yeah, I guess Made in Chelsea, um, I was really into that. Um, yeah. Great. I don't know. Yeah. So great. yeah, definitely Big Brother was my gateway drug. Yeah. Yeah. My, so mine was, um, have you ever watched Flavor of Love? I mean, you know who Tiffany Pollard is, obviously. Yeah. That was my, that back when we first started the podcast, that was my, my answer to that question. Um, I loved like the VH1 trash, but I love big, I'm a huge big brother fan as well. Um, in the UK, do you guys have like regular big brother or just celebrity big brother? Cause I know celebrity is huge there. So at the moment we're big brotherless. We're hoping that it's going to come back, um, mm -hmm. in whatever form, um, there are some whispers that it may be coming back next year. Um, at least with a celebrity version. I definitely think the celebrity Big Brothers are um, more watched um, by the UK public than uh, than Big Brother regular. But you guys have um, Big Brother regular as well, correct? Yes, it's usually a, we, a celebrity one in January, a normal one in the summer, and then another celebrity one at the end of the normal one. 
um so yeah it's it's a lot which i love um but yeah we currently don't have it which is a which is a shame no the show is really great we did you watch the all-stars one that just happened in the u.s no um because i don't i can't i I don't have access well actually if i did if i put the work in i probably could have access with like vpns and stuff yeah yeah Um, but i did see a lot of chatter about it on twitter yeah it wasn't great no no not really i mean they you know they What's interesting about Big Brother, which makes the pull to Big Brother so strong is, I mean, it's a social experiment seeing these people like trapped in a house and like have nothing to do but just talk to each other. You know, things come out. Um, I think in in the wake of, you know, everything that's happening here in America, especially in June with like the the way the Black Lives Matter movement was becoming so prevalent, I was hopeful that, you know, in the house there would be a like general like... Um, like understanding, like of like learning about from the white people to learn more about how to be better allies to the people of color. Instead, what happened was the white people like made a white alliance essentially and like just kicked out everyone who was either a person of color or um, or gay or like it was just all white cis straight people that like ended up taking over the house. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, this isn't entertaining to me. Like I was hopeful that they would have, they didn't incorporate anyone into their alliance and their alliance was called, um, oh my God, what was it called? Oh, it was called the committee, which was just, it felt very like, like elitist to me. I don't know. It, it was disappointing. That's fucked up. Yeah. I, and do you know who like Davon is? No. Yeah. Um, Davon, she's a she's like a big big brother icon. Um, she was like they were just so mean to her. She's a black woman, um, and she's been on the challenge and Big Brother, and they were just like awful to her. And yeah, it it, it, it sucked. I I want to watch Celebrity Big Brother UK. I've only ever seen the clips of the iconic Tiffany Pollard like David Bowie meltdown but i haven't actually watched the full show i i really need to what are what are your like favorite uk um celebrity seasons so i think um the again i i'm not i don't know the the seasons the numbers off the top of my head but like the the Gemma collins one you'd you'd like um i feel like americans love love Gemma Collins it's not like I don't love her I just I just think because she's so alien to to people who aren't from the UK she's more she's more like beloved to people who aren't British but there are loads of British locals who love um Gemma Collins um yeah definitely um uh, have a look at the uh Tiffany Pollard season um I really enjoy all of the um the big brother the uh my goodness, what's her name? Um, Jackie Stallone's. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh my God, what's her name? She had a baby when she was like fifty. Um, oh, what's her name? I know who you're talking about. Bridget Nielsen. Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yes. That's a, a classic. That's an old Big Brother season, but um, yeah, that was a classic well, moment where Jackie Stallone. I love Bridget Nielsen from her stint on Flavor of Love. <laughs> Is that where she's doing the lie detector test and she's like? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's it. It's so good. Also, like the idea of Bridget Nielsen and Flavor Flav um, consummating their their relationship is something I I don't like to think about. <laughs> I've got to sit down and watch all of that. And you the, um, gotta. It's so good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, not to talk about another podcast on your podcast, but okay. one of my favorite podcasts up is doing um, yes. recaps of Rock of Love at the moment. And so I'm really like, I listen to the prelude where they're just talking about um, uh, general events, but I want to like sit down and watch the show and then go back and watch their, listen to their recaps. Yes. So it's it's called Sexy Unique Podcast. They used to be a Vanderpump Rules podcast and now they're kind of venturing off into other things. They also did a Jersey binge from the beginning of Jersey. Yeah, I love them. That's so funny. I was listening to them today. So good. They're definitely one of my podcast staples that I listen to every single week. <laughs> yeah, they're fabulous. Um, and I love that they're doing, they're doing Salty Utah Bitches. Yes, yes. Um, well, okay. So I would love to, uh, we're going to take a quick little break. And then uh, I want to get into uh, kind of our recaps and conversation about both Potomac and Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, that break will be right now. Okay, and we are back. How was that break for you, Joe? So good. Hustle hard with those. What'd sponsors. you do? What'd you do in the break? Oh, you know what? I had a workout. I um, <laughs> so I'm good to go. Um, great. So I want to start with Potomac. I feel like Salt Lake City was like the star this week. So, thoughts on Potomac in general? Are you are you loving it? I I would hope so. Yeah, of course. It's one of the best shows on Bravo. Yeah. Well, who who are you loving? Like, what are your faves? Any hot takes on the series? That kind of stuff. Karen, loving, always loved. Um, she's uh, definitely a different person that, that she was um, from season one. She's definitely more um, relaxed. And um, I liked her sort of episode where she went back to her farm town and um, had, had, had <laughs> the, the parade, parade. <laughs> to, see, to see the real um, Karen behind the um, La Dame uh, persona. Um, she's just so funny and I don't think she realizes quite how funny she is. Um, just her mannerisms and her confessionals um, and just the way she like she got too drunk and started talking about her clitoris and stuff. And so then she learned from that and now she drinks milk <laughs> before I she can't. And did you is. see, did you hear on Watch What Happens Live? She said that she had like a strand of E. coli. Oh, she was trying to make it out. Like that was why she was uh, revealing lots of personal stuff. She said that that's why she like, wasn't, like that's why she was like drinking milk and all this stuff. That's why she was sick. I'm like, if that's a lie, that is a that is such a huge lie. So I almost kind of believe it a little bit. <laughs> I did see the brilliant clip from Watch What Happens that um I think Danny Danny Pellegrino posted where she's talking about Giselle and her bad fashion, and then she was just like, she said it's so deadpan, and she wasn't even trying to be funny. She was just like, you know, that's her trademark, <laughs> having bad fashion sense. Yeah, she's like that. That's why people love her. And, and Andy was like, uh, <laughs> oh my god, did you see the reunion looks for they? Because they just they just posted them. Yeah, it's kind of an odd. Choice. I didn't. I didn't love any of them. Out of all of them, I'd say Mo Monique was the most. I'd say it's the best of a bad bunch. She had that whole yeah. Gatsby vibe going on. It looked sort of. Not. Uh, I don't know. It just. I. I wasn't thrilled. Obviously, they can't. They don't decide the theme. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't love any of their looks. No, I. I thought Karen's was kind of pretty, but also the the color yellow that they all chose was like, just like awful it was like an awful yellow it was like just like cheap to me yeah especially um robin's looks like it came from 
I don't know, party city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it looks like it's synthetic. Like if you held a flame to it, it would just go up. Um, yeah, Karen's was like my second favorite. I think the hair let me down. Just the hair looked like a cheap, flaccid extension. I think she she did more with the hair. Um, she could have made it look a bit better, but I don't know. Maybe it will all translate um, better on the actual reunion when we get to see it. Yeah, I was disappointed. Well, Giselle obviously looked the worst. I mean, she looked awful. <laughs> but then that's her trademark. That's why people love her. Yeah, her trademark. It looked like something from like Dress Barn. It was really bad. Dress Barn is like a, is like a warehouse here that we have in the US that just sells like like prom dresses and quinceanera dresses and things like dress that. barn um no i have to disagree with you i think candace was the worst dressed oh yeah what was that just a, a big old bow um i don't know it just sort of distracted you from the rest of the garment listen i'm not a fashion gay so i don't really i can't really comment on like clothes and silhouettes and everything but it was just so distracting this big bow and um yeah what do you think is going to happen what do you think is going to happen with Candace? Do you think that we're going to have Candace or Monique back next season? Do you think that, because I'm, I'm, I don't know where you are on the Monique Candace fight, but I'm starting to really lean towards, I obviously not here for violence, but I'm starting to be more Monique side because Candace is just like so vicious with her words and this lawsuit, I find it to be, so over the top she should have never done it and i don't know what do you think candace is a brat and she yeah she's annoying and i think anyone would have um faced a challenge not to smack her in the face when she is um <laughs> uh really goading you and pushing your buttons and it was great tv don't get me wrong. I mean, the uh, my heart was pounding when Monique was running after <laughs> running after the car, um, and you had like producer James holding her back. Uh, I think give producer James a Ray. champagne flute at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I know, right? He, like he's so involved. <laughs> I know he's cute as well. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, cute. I don't know. I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's just say I'm I'm Team Monique, but I don't know whether production would want to keep any of them on because I think when legal legal mess gets involved, just the production don't really like it. I don't know. I don't work in TV production, but I can't imagine it's easy like dealing with that when like one person is legally not allowed to be in the same room as another person. Right. It certainly must um, fuck up the call sheets and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, they were pictured together at that reunion, all smiles. I was like, I can't believe y'all are in this picture together. Yeah. Yeah. Not a face mask in sight. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm sure they're being tested and stuff. But um, yeah. So TBD, if, if either of them will be back. Um, so on this week's episode, it's kind of like I, I thought I felt like this is a little filler. It was like a kind of we're heading. I feel like we're heading towards this. Um, this Ashley Candace like brawl, but I thought that we were going to get it today. Like last, so last week they did a preview of Candace, you know, in the bun, like the bunny BDSM outfit saying like, fuck you, Ashley. And they made it look like we were going to get that this week. We didn't get it. 
It's yeah, they 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 prick teased us, and yeah, yeah they they definitely um, yeah, I agree. It was it was a filler episode, and yeah, it's cheeky. Like they, I thought they'd sort of stop doing that um, uh, these days, but uh, but no, they still um, occasionally have to tease us with something that's two episodes in the future, right? Um, when we're not actually going to get it. Well, the biggest takeaway is we learned that Karen hates Ray's dick. <laughs> The way I was howling at that, I, I had to know. rewind just to make sure I heard it correctly. Um, I could just imagine her saying it as well, just drunk in the car, just, I hate Ray's dick. <laughs> I know, I know. It, that's what's so funny. It's like in, in in a different franchise with a different person, I would say that Robin was lying. But with Karen, I can literally hear her saying like, I don't like his dick. It's too specific to to make it up. And yeah, I yeah. can definitely imagine her saying that. And then, you know, I mean, I'm thinking about what Ray's dick looks like. <laughs> yeah i mean i your mind, we all were wanders, like, you know what kind of dick like inspires that emotion of just pure hatred i've never really hated a dick i <laughs> I'm to think. yeah like I've, I've been indifferent to a dick like you know yeah. I've, I've never really actively like, looked at the dick and think i fucking hate that dick <laughs> maybe it's because you know uh when you if he he's the only guy she's been sleeping with for years you, and it's like a funny looking dick and you just get resentful <laughs> of it i don't know but it, it, we all know that he's not the only guy that she's been sleeping with the whole no. bodyguard thing from a couple of reunions ago that never got fully addressed also we have robin shading robin was very active in this episode she was really like stern at all we have robin shading karen about this photo shoot i thought that was so weird i was like karen didn't look bad in that photo at all yeah, she was trying to start something and that wasn't a thing. The photos were fine. Yeah. Like it's, also, if anything, the hat was bad. Like I mean she made it. Also the ad for the the ad for your hats, we're watching it. Like we're watching the ad for the hats right now. Like the point is you just want to talk about it because now we're talking about your hats and so now we're gonna go to the website. That's exactly why she's just created right. this. The photos um, aren't on the website at all. Oh, have you checked? Yeah, I checked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm crazy i do think it's i, I do think it's so perfect how it, they all call it embezzled <laughs> <laughs> so funny um i didn't write much more down about the episode once again we're heading towards uh this uh big kind of uh confrontation between um ashley and candace uh ashley goes and tells giselle and robin that she um that she spoke out about her issue with Candace in the, oh my God, I can't make a sentence right now. <laughs> that was me. That was me when I had a podcast. I would just, it's like, have you listened to Danielle Staub's podcast? Oh God, no. She just, it's crazy because she, you can tell that she doesn't know the next word that's coming out of her mouth until she says it. And the sentence are just so formed up like in the moment. And um, that's exactly how I am on a podcast. So don't worry. No, on uh, for the lawsuit, she actually made a claim on there about uh, Candace having the butter knife and all that stuff, um, which is unrelated to what happened with Candace and Monique. So I don't really understand why she's bringing it back up again. And well, it's because she owes her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you think that do you think that Monique like got rid of footage in her basement? There's all this theory that Monique has footage of. Uh, Michael Darby touching the producer and she like got rid of it 
because she wanted to protect Ashley. Do you think that that's real? I think she must have, or at least she told Ashley that she got rid of it because otherwise Ashley wouldn't be, um, yeah, owing her back by by doing this character statement. But it doesn't matter anyway if she um, destroyed some footage because we have other footage that was in the actual show as we've seen how that person who was re-watching Potomac found it and it was just oh um, right Michael oh my god that video yeah that video is crazy of yeah. that scene in season one. Oh my god the way i screamed when i saw that um, so creepy so he's so creepy mm. um but yeah i just kind of want to move on to salt lake city because that's where i feel like the meat of uh our yeah i do want to say i did day. enjoy um karen thinking that she was in portland oh my not- god duh I, why did I say that? <laughs> she's like portland <laughs> You're a Portugal girl. Um, cool. So uh, let's kind of move on to Salt Lake City. So um, thoughts on these women of Salt Lake City. There's, I, I mean, they're stars. Who, who are you drawn to? Who is your least favorite, favorite, all that stuff? Mary. I'm absolutely fascinated by Mary. Um, I could just watch her. She's like Dorit and Ramona in that I could just watch her just in a room on her own um, doing nothing. And I'd be absolutely like in captivated yeah she's similar Um, to Ramona in the way that her face is just like constantly moving like there's constant reactions to things like and they're reactions that you would never expect to be you know like just eyes getting big and small and frown and all this stuff so good and we uh, we've never seen anything like her and and I love that it's she's the um freshness that we needed i did hear um someone had a hot take that this could maybe be a one season wonder i really hope not because um because i'd like to to see her journey see how she evolves um listen i don't think she's a great person i mean i've seen that reddit thread um oh yeah she sounds like a a pretty a pretty terrible person um but hey you know we don't watch these shows because we think they're good people we watch them for our entertainment um yeah her facial expressions are just are just so unique the whole odor glands thing i keep wanting to research this and figure out what exactly this surgery is i guess did she smell bad and it was something that she had to go and have a surgery for so i think my understanding of what happened is that the odor glands were causing her to have these like huge boils <laughs> We probably just lost like 10 listeners of this episode. They just logged off when I said boil. <laughs> but apparently her body was like covered in like these like like cystic acne that had something oh. to do with the odor glands. And so that's oh, how I had okay. to get them removed. That's she said. I think she said that on Watch What Happens Live. I think that's where I heard that. She, okay. Um, okay, fair enough. That sounds pretty debilitating. Like I've been there with acne and it's not nice. No, um, oh my God. So but yeah, I just, I can't believe a, a sort of procedure like that means that she died on the operating that table twice. Part. <laughs> that part? I... They lost me twice. <laughs> <laughs> that like sounds like something like an old, your like old drunk uncle would say like at Thanksgiving, like they lost me twice on the table back in Nam. Like it's like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't think she's so good. good and I just I, I I made a super cut today of her just her reactions at the dinner table um was just just so good like I could just watch her for hours like just yeah. her facial expressions and then she'll like her eyes will just suddenly pop out of her head and the frown one is my favorite she's like she <laughs> that moment right there right there yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, she puts the she puts her like she tucks her lips in. She's like so good. I'm also really drawn to Meredith. I think there's they confirmed in this episode what we all knew was that they were they were actually separated. Um, if we couldn't already tell. What a crazy way to enter onto a reality show. Like she's got some balls. Like she signed up to be on the show. Last episode, they were just like all together going on a hike. Like, and we all thought their relationship was odd. And then literally episode two, she she just sits down and she's like, Yeah, we're separated. Like that's that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've all heard of a li- a lily pad marriage. Like a, um, yeah. uh, they sign onto the show, like a Camille grammar. Like they sign mm-hmm. onto the show as a as a bridge from the marriage to independence. Um, Yo, but you're I guess so good. We talked about lily pads last week. Amazing. I've, I was actually like probably not even halfway through your podcast. Sorry, but I, I oh, probably you, would have you, got to it before. I... Oh my god, you're fine. You were you were actually listening. That makes me so happy. Of course, I was listening to the podcast that was coming on. Like maybe I should have given it a couple of hours so I could get through it all. I'm so sorry. Um, oh but yeah, no. Any feedback? A lily pad. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. No, it's like um, friends in a room, like chatting. It's kind of like um, how do you listen to Keep It? Oh, of course, love Ira. Ira. I don't know Ira, but I love. Yeah. I, yeah, I love Keep It. That's oh, such a love. that's such a big compliment. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, so yeah, um. Yeah, I guess she was just fast tracking it, and which is great. And I love even like Whitney had her vow renewal on the first episode. It's just like they're getting it all done so quickly, which is which is really promising. Um, so that we're not dragging these minor storylines out like a whole season, like Beverly Hills does. Right. Well, I think that so I've heard a couple places that they filmed this season for like of like a over a year. They were just filming footage in Salt Lake City, and they had like. I think I think that peripherally, like there are like ten other cast members that like were in, were out. Like I feel like if you turned the camera around, there's like a whole nother group of women that was like in like also skiing that weekend. They, they just didn't know which storyline to go with because like there were those women at the table, like when we get to the final scene at the dinner that like could have been housewives. I feel like last week with that woman in the pink dress who came in saying happy birthday, the Jimma Collins look like. <laughs> Listen, I was standing her for the hottest minute until I realized that she was a Trumper and a QAnon. Yeah, she's a QAnon, yeah. I'm just, I'm shocked that there's this world there, like that there are so many women that they could have cast in this cast. Like like that woman, Carrie, that said last week to Mary that um, she was like, I absolutely said that. Like these women, like, like there are other cities where we do not have very many interesting characters. And here I feel like we, we have another, we have a whole nother cast of interesting characters we could have if Mary leaves, you know? Listen, I want to repay this casting team with sexual favors because that's oh, the please do. do because uh, it's just so good and genius even for scouting this as a, as a potential housewives location. Um, like I'm British, so I know less about Salt Lake City and Utah than um, people living in the States. Um, so this is a revelation to me. Um, so, yeah, I'm learning a lot and uh, having a great time. And it's only been two episodes. I know. Well, so I, you, you know, it's funny you say that about you. It feels foreign to me as well, living here. Like right. I don't know. And a lot of my friends who are watching the show also have said the same thing. Like we do not know this world at all. Like Salt Lake city is very, I've, I've never even been. And it just feels like a different part of the United States of America that I've never even heard about before. Like I was listening to 
Tan France on a podcast. Again, I'm a big podcast fan. Oh, same, um, same, he was, same. He was being interviewed um, by Michelle Collins and love Michelle Collins. The, I I listened to this episode it. too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um it transpired that he lives in Utah and he was selling it as it's the most beautiful place he's ever been. And he's traveled the world. And I was like, okay. Um, but then watching this, it does actually look really beautiful. Um, the way that they're shooting it for Salt Lake city. Joe, I feel like we have like, we are so, uh, simpatico here. We have, we'll listen to all the same things. (laughs) I bet we do. I bet we get the same subscription. Our podcast subscriptions probably are identical. Um, wait, so back to Mary, I wrote this down. You said, you said Ramona and Dorit was like, kind of like how you thought of her. I thought, I say like physically, she reminds me of like Katie Roast and Kim Richards if they had a baby. Like Katie Roast, like wigs that sit on the side of her head and then Kim Richards, like kooky (laughs) interviews. I see it. Yeah. Um, so then a new storyline that we're getting in this episode is this Whitney versus Lisa thing, which I, once again, like we have two big storylines already, which was Lisa not knowing Meredith. I mean, sorry, excuse me. Lisa not knowing um, Heather and then the Jen and the Mary drama. And now in episode two, we already have more, more storylines that are coming out, which are, it's amazing. So yeah, we have Whitney versus Lisa. Whitney confronted Lisa at um, Jen's party because she said that, uh, she asked Lisa to uh, supply some tequila for her uh, vow renewal. And uh, the bartenders that came ended up drinking like all of their alcohol and like broke things in the house. And Whitney was just letting Lisa know that, you know, this wasn't cool. It's not your fault. It's their fault. But I just want you to know because they are your employees. And Lisa freaks out. What were What were your thoughts on this? Yeah, very entertaining. Um, the way she said, they even drank some of my husband's top shelf liquor. And then Lisa was like, my liquor's top shelf. My tequila's top shelf. Um, which I which don't was think, really, I don't then think Whitney, it is. Yeah, Whitney was like backtracking, like, no, that's not what I mean. Um, but my biggest takeaway was I'm ready for Barlow rules. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. I would love that. Hello. You can picture it, can't you? Yeah. I, oh my God. I totally can. Yeah, this this uh you know like in Beverly Hills when um the the episode where they turned into Vanderpump rules, didn't it feel like like that, like with these guys at uh Whitney's house? Like I want it. I want to be tricked into it next season. I want to be, be tricked into a transition where we then go into Barley Rules. Oh my god, I, I would love that. I feel like this tequila is bad. <laughs> Are you a tequila person? Yeah. I, I actually do like tequila, um, but... I'm tragically it, yeah, allergic. I feel like having... Are you allergic? Yeah, I break out into hives. That's scary how you can develop uh, a reaction like that. Um, my goodness. Um, no, but I think I think it's a telltale sign when you've got so many different brands of tequila that they can't be good. Like, and they're I feel all like different got- names? That was That's what's bizarre to me. Like, why isn't it, why is it not just like the name of the tequila and then like Reposado and like, it just like, instead right. each bottle has like a different brand to it. It's very odd to me. I don't know. I just think and she doesn't there's something drink. to be said for, oh, she doesn't? Oh yeah, Mormon. Yeah. She's the only Mormon. I mean, I assume she doesn't drink. I mean, Mormons I can't drink. Um, yeah, she's, yeah. I, I'm not loving Lisa. What are your thoughts on Lisa? No, I'm not loving Lisa. Just 
I just don't like her choices, like the um, interior design, the the sort of the, the words on in her son's bedrooms were just really tacky. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she's got like a live, laugh, love somewhere around her house. Um, just the the junk food drive was kind of nauseating. Yeah. Um, although we did get the iconic line that um, I need a Diet Coke from Sonic. <laughs> that was so, <laughs> so good. good. <laughs> I said that should be a tagline. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that so, should be her tagline. Oh, I saw. I that. said that should be her tagline. Yeah, you posted that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, no, my um, a really good account to follow that I talk about on every podcast is Real Housewives Orders. Um, just follow it if you're a Housewives fan, you won't regret it. Yeah. So they um, do they post what do they post like what they're ordering for like food at every scene? Exactly. It's so good and so niche, and it's genius because you'll never run out of content because. Um, Andy has made it a, a point that to include every order that they take when they go to a restaurant. Um, and I just think it's, it, there's so much um, comedic value um, from that account and you learn so much. I completely agree. I need to, I need to do a deep dive into it. Cause I feel like there's some dinners that I didn't even notice that someone had like a full on like meatloaf at <laughs> and someone, and then someone else has like a Caesar salad. And then like, I, I feel like some of the women are like down to eat and some of them are like, well, I won't eat on camera. It's fascinating and dark. Um, cool. So uh, what was next? Oh, we got we have Whitney also and her dad. I'm liking Whitney. I thought that she was going to be kind of like the, the the sleepy one, but she's giving me very like Stephanie Holman vibes. She's very like, um, she's very calm in front of the camera, but has a lot of like things to say. She's got, she's bringing the drama. She has family drama. She's like willing to get into the mess a little bit. I just, and I like her. I just like would, I would want to be her friend. I completely agree with Stephanie Holman vibes. Yeah. And yeah, she's so sweet and she's so cool. Like her first scene this episode was just her daughter going, mommy, show me that trick you do on the pole. And she she's just like nailing her. it. Um, yeah. She's so pretty as well. Um, I think she's got a really interesting family relationship yeah. like her dad's wig is just wild um, okay the biggest reveal of the night is that that dad is in the hair business has the hair yeah. <laughs> that's a shock <laughs> i know and they purposely cut to his hair like after she said that he had all these hair care products um so you... i was like i see you editors i see you um did you ever watch do you watch project runway no, I know that. Yeah. Um, so look up. There's this man who won Project Runway. His name is Seth Aaron. And the hair is the same as Whitney's father. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it identical? <laughs> yeah. Like they look it's very like um, Mighty Boosh. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, what's that? It's like this. I don't actually watch it. I don't know why I'm referencing it, but it's just like these, like this um, comedian in the UK. He has the same hair, basically. I guess it's a thing that some people have. It's a hairdo that it's, some people like. It's a choice. Um, yeah, I love Whitney. I'm glad you you like Whitney. Um, yeah, I heard some rumors that she might be. Yeah, might be a one season wonder or um, was sort of an outcast. Um, but I hope not. I hope she stays on. No, I think, um, yeah, Lisa is definitely my least fave. I could take or leave Lisa. Yeah, she, it's, she's just a little too, like, sticky. Like, she's a little too clunky. Like, she she's working too hard for the show. Like, it, the show's best. The reason, like, Mary is amazing is she's has no idea where she is. Like, and it's so entertaining to watch. But Lisa is, like, 
she is too aware of the cameras. I feel like she's not open enough either about her life. Like, I don't know. She gives me like LVP vibes a little bit. It's the Lisa's, you know? So right. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. All right, do you, are you, do you like LVP? No, I don't. Do you? Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Again, I don't hate anything. Right. Dicks, no, me neither. LVPs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like, I'm not an LVP stan in the slightest. No, I, I, I agree. I just don't like when the wives and I, do, are you, do you like Rena? I do. Yeah. I know that's controversial in this, this day and age because um, a lot of people want to see her being taken down in this kind of upcoming season. Um, but I, I, I just find her really entertaining and um, how she doesn't give a fuck. Um, I do too. I, I, you know, I just don't like when they work so hard for the, for the drama, you know, I like right. the drama to be a little more organic and Lisa's work, Lisa, um, Lisa Barlow is working really hard for the drama. And it just kind of reminds me of Rena in that way where she's like trying to create storylines, but Rena is more likable, obviously. I, I, I don't dislike Rena. I just, I like her best when she's like having fun with everyone and making jokes. I just don't like it when she tries to make the storyline for the show. But I feel like it's difficult because I feel like she has been told by the producers to start drama. And so she's sort of like, you, you can't, you can't win. Um, it's, it's sort of like, I, I can see her predicament where it's like, what do you want? Like she had that one season where she was nice because she wasn't being paid enough um, to, um, to actually do put any work in. Right. And then when she, when she is getting paid as much as she wants to get paid, she gets, um, she gets dragged for, stirring up drama so i don't know i don't how know what do you think, Beverly Hills. i feel like you have your finger on on the pulse a little more than i do like how much do you think that lisa rena gets paid i don't know i said i again i've just shot down your your theory that i've got the, <laughs> the pulse. I, I don't know but um, you feel no, unseen I, to me joe you feel I feel like you like know more things than i do no not at all like i've actually got lots of bravo blind spots i didn't actually start properly committing to the housewives until 2016 Oh my God. I know, I know. Well, that's that's time. Bye, Joe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all we got time for. <laughs> okay, in meeting. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, so what, what made you start watching The Housewives then? Just because you heard it was such a phenomenon? Yeah, I wanted to. I started listening to the recaps before I even started watching these shows. I don't know why. I listened to like After Buzz TV and... Bitch sesh, obviously. This, and, is, this uh, is the Z list version of bitch sesh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm happy to be here. Um, Sorry, we're that, in our very own. On you. <laughs> <laughs> we're in our very own version of the nook. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, and then I was like, okay, I want to actually sit down and put faces to these names that I'm hearing of. Like I was following their lives through the podcasts and the recaps, and I was like, okay, let's just do this. And at the time, it wasn't that difficult; it wasn't that easy to get Housewives. Like we had it on one of our TV networks, but it was like five seasons behind. Um, so I had to do the work and like stream it and stuff. Um, and now we've got Hey You, which is amazing. So yeah, I've never looked back. Do you feel better for it? I do. <laughs> you feel like a better person? <laughs> I would say a better person. <laughs> but I'm definitely a, a more um, more myself than I've ever been. <laughs> I love Joe. I'm so proud of you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so my, so I'm, my 
am meeting up with my family for the holidays for Christmas time. We're trying to like figure out how to do it COVID safe and everything. And we're going to record an episode with my parents. I'm going to make them watch uh, Salt Lake City. I And I really cannot wait to see what they say. They've That's never genius. watched anything before. And I, I can't wait to hear my dad just like on, on a mic, like <laughs> he's probably going to say something offensive. I'm going to have to cut it out or something. <laughs> A lot of editing, but I, I shall be listening because that sounds uh, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll get them a little drunk too. Yes. <laughs> On Vida Tequila. On Vida Tequila. We bring it back, <laughs> Joe. You're such a good guest. Um, so uh, we head to uh, the, the, the mountain. Have you been skiing before? I did a dry slope once, <laughs> which I didn't really enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't done it in a very long time. I, I used to a little bit, but I think that as a kid, like, you're so fearless, like you can just really do anything. But like, I feel like as an adult, like I would be too scared to do like some of the slopes and stuff. And I want to like, some people get hurt skiing and stuff. I don't know that it's for me. You do. Like I'm a flight attendant and the amount of like broken legs that we fly back from Geneva. I didn't um, know you were a flight attendant. Uh, well, you surprise, bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if I, I mean, I can't imagine sitting down on a flight and getting like a beverage from you and be like, are you the Joe Gunn? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's what I do. And yeah, the amount of like injuries we see coming back from the, the slopes is just sort of like, what's the point? Yeah, no, it, the especially as I'd an rather, adult. No. Yeah, I'd rather just sit in the chalet and drink like a hot chocolate. Yes, with a little uh, bourbon in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they go, I was dying for Mary in this because Mary's like late because she was waiting on a package and we learned to find <laughs> out that the package was a coat that she showed up like she didn't have any ski materials. And so she was waiting for her coat to get in. And that's why she was late. So good. Just another Mary detail that just makes me just utterly mesmerized by her. So good. And so we have Jen, Mary, and um, who's the other one that didn't know how to ski? I can't remember. Um. Just, is Meredith a skier or a non-skier? No, Lisa. Lisa was the other one that didn't ski. Okay. Yeah, so they're all they're all getting trained on they're they're taking less skiing lessons and they're not succeeding. And then we have uh, Meredith and uh, Heather and Whitney. Whitney was like doing, did you, Whitney was like doing tricks on her snowboard. I'm like, Damn you're it. you're an icon. You can do it all. She truly can. She can I love pull, her. she can pole dance. She can snowboard. She can sleep with her bosses. <laughs> she's a rock star and she had a really valid point when when she was like people ask me why I uh, I'm so um out there and she's like well it's obvious like I was a Mormon <laughs> like wouldn't you be I was right. so oppressed yeah, <laughs> and I, was yeah. Like, I, I went to school with a lot of Mormons and um they were the horniest people because they like didn't like they they would do everything but you know, sex, but like they were always dating different people, always getting around in high school because they were told they're so pent up, you know? There you go. Case in point. Unlike us, we're just, you know, free living over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, skiing's fun. Then they get to sit down at a dinner and we get our big uh, fight between a couple fights. We get our fight between 
Whitney and Lisa some more. And then we get this iconic text message drama between Meredith, excuse me, not Meredith, between Heather and Lisa, where Heather responded to their exchange with the thumbs up and... (laughs) And everyone knows that's a fuck you. And she denies that it's a fuck you. And then the producer asks her if it was a fuck you. And she goes, absolutely, it was a fuck you. I... I totally use that as a fuck you. Do you? It is a fuck you. Yeah, I'm sure I have used it as a fuck you. Here's um, the fuck yous of text messaging. Periods after okays. Like okay Yes, periods, periods in anything. Periods in tweets. Yes, periods anywhere. See, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not on Twitter yet. I know I sound like ancient. I just like it's it's a scary place. You don't have to be on Twitter. Yeah, it's not for everyone. It took me a while to get to grips with it. It's just um, like I'm just scared of the the mean people though. <laughs> I yeah, that they are there. Um, but uh I feel like you're yeah, beloved there though. I enjoy Twitter. I'm pretty much addicted to it. I just love um um just the housewives Twitter of it all. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like not a Reddit person. Like I dip in when something's going viral, um, but I can't make head nor tail of, of Reddit. So Housewives is like my Twitter is like my in-between for like staying in with the Housewives community as well as podcasts and like Facebook groups. Yes. Um but I did want to say um, my two takeaway lines from this dinner was one, um, Lisa saying, I can't get hurt before Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I hope I hope I know what the next one is. Go ahead. Don't diminish the thumbs up text. Yes. <laughs> so good. I also <laughs> I love that. I think they're the... both Lisa and Lisa. I, I, for her being my least favorite housewife, she just has these really good one-liners. Yeah. You're, she also said, um, if I gave you a Chanel and you choked on it, it's not my fault. Yes, a Chanel necklace, right? Or a Chanel bracelet or something. Yeah, yeah that's a really good line. That was God good. God damn it. Even the least strongest housewife is, uh, is good. I guess I guess we love Lisa now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's face it. Um, no, but I Heather saying that, of course, it was a fuck you is so good. Yeah, so we have, th- what, what are some other good fuck yous on text? Periods, thumbs up. Um, I hate K. a K. Yeah. I'm a KK person. Do you say KK? Is that something people do in the UK? KK? Yeah, I I did in like in high UK school, K? I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, or just leaving it on red or just leaving it on red. Are, do you, maybe are, a do dot, you, dot, dot, dot. A dot, dot, dot. Now, do you, the worst is when you see someone replying and then they don't finish, then they don't do it. You know, when you like, you see the triple dots and then like, they just like decide not to send it something. Yeah. That makes um, my, my anxiety go crazy. Yeah, I guess I just learned not to sort of really think about any of that too much. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I am a child. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a real look into what it's like, like what, when I'm like dating people, because like reaching out to people to like come on this podcast, I feel like I'm like on Tinder trying to like bring people on and I see people like r- will read my message and not reply. I'm like, oh. And then, like, do, am I responding quick enough? Joe, you were very kind and you got back very fast to me and you were very sweet. Well, it's because all I do, because I'm on furlough at the moment, all I do is just sit on my phone with my phone glued to my hand. So, of course, I just get all the messages and I've got nothing else to do. So, I might as well respond to them. But no, I was very flattered to be invited onto the podcast. I'm, so. I'm a furlough too. Yes. Yes. Love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so back to the app. Um, yeah, they just kind of wrap up on dinner. I guess that is kind of it. Any any other takeaways from Salt Lake this week that you want to bring up? Um, let me just uh, yeah, fascinated by Mary. I feel um, like we didn't really touch on Meredith much actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, 
Um, Meredith says she had that that line, that confessional with her husband when the husband was like, well, I'm not cheating on you and I really hope you're not. And it just cuts to Meredith's face and it's just this. Yeah, so for the listener, she's like literally like head tilt, just staring at the camera. Do you think that that look was because he's lying? Or do you think that look I, was because I, she is cheating on him? Well, I, I think it's she's sleeping with other people, but I think it, I don't even think it's classed as cheating this far into their relationship. I think just like she's kind of like, oh, like give me a break, like this marriage is over, like I can sleep with someone else if I want to. Um, I think that look was kind of like, I don't know, like I'm doing my, I'm getting mine. Like if you want to um, still still be loyal to me, even though we're in a dead marriage, like right. that's on you. It's like don't don't be play the moral high ground maybe yeah i it's 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 just a wild like choice to come on the show like with this being in your life and like bringing for him to agree to film so much like and also a lot of the women don't know correct that we've not all of them have found out right that they're separate. well it's, it seemed like maybe someone who isn't a cast member had found out because then uh, why would he bring it up at dinner like okay who have you told it sounded like it got around to him that people were talking right uh, so maybe she had confided in in the wrong person and that person has told someone else and it got around to him or maybe they both planned to be like okay at this dinner we are just going to bring up that we're separated yeah. and this is how we're going to do it we're going to like establish who have we told um what's going on Meredith is my fave, actually. I really, there's something about her I'm really fascinated by. I think she's beautiful and she just has star quality about her. I'm obsessed with Brooks. Her, her having a gay son is like, I can't believe this is the first time this has ever happened. Oh, you ha- you don't watch Melbourne? Oh, no, no. Melbourne has a has a gay kid on it. Yeah, Gamble. And um, I've got to kind of remember his name. But yeah, so it's, it's um, yeah, if you haven't watched Melbourne or anyone listening, if you haven't watched it, I implore you to watch it. It's Roni level good. Um, it has I'm been happy Roni. to hear you say Roni level good. That means you're on the right side of history. You like Roni. Yes, of course. Imagine <laughs> if I was like, eh, Roni's just not for me. It's <laughs> a um, franchises for me. Oh, don't ask me that. Um, <laughs> like what? Get what's your like? What? The, what are your like top two or three? Like in order? Like I'm, uh, Roni, and then now oh, I'm gonna take Salt Lake out of this because they've just started, so I'm not gonna put them in yet. But I would say like Roni, Potomac, and um, Atlanta. Yeah, mine would be um, Potomac, Roni. Atlanta yeah I can't leave Atlanta out it's just so so fucking good and the mm-hmm. legacy it is legacy I'm thinking about going back and watching that from the beginning I haven't done it in a long time please do I did it recently well worth it but no Meredith I feel like she's so elusive and so mysterious like I don't really know what's going on I feel like she has a lot of sadness in her eyes um which I find really fascinating no, I completely um, and- agree there's something happens with her daughter. Apparently the, her daughter's first scene is really traumatic. Um, not to brag, but I was on a Zoom call with the housewives. Like, I guess I got invited as a Bravo fan account to be on this Zoom call. And she said, she did say that her daughter had a traumatic time on her first scene filming, um, but that it's, they've slowly got back on track now. Um, so I really, I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Wait, um, how was that Zoom call? That's so fun. 
so fun. I can't believe I had one with Potomac as well on there when the season premiered. Um, I can't like who do I think I am? I can't believe I'm invited to these things. Yeah, you, know, so you are the Joe Gunn. Okay, don't <laughs> don't you know belittle yourself. Yeah, it was great fun. I did leave leave it as a Heather Gay stan because um, she was so fun on the call, and she's a housewife super fan, and I really appreciate that. Um, oh, she, that's, she I didn't no, know that. Yeah, she made no. Um, uh, like pretense that she wasn't a Bravo super fan before she signed up to be to be a housewife. Um, she loves it all, um, and so it feels like she's one of us. Yeah, good. For you. I feel like a lot of them. I feel like we have a lot of wives that actually like were super fans, but they don't say it because they like. Oh, I've never seen the show. I don't really know what I was signing up for. Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, bollocks, as you said. <laughs> bloody hell bloody hell <laughs> i can't do no, i won't never mind never mind i was saying i can't I was, I was like i truly can't do like any rp or anything like that accent so i'm not even gonna try <laughs> um cool so we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back with uh one more little segment with joe gunn uh talk to you guys in one second Okay, and we are back uh, with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. Joe, we like to wrap up on a fun little conversation about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. And um, I know you really don't know me outside of the past hour, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say. And um, I'm also going to tell you uh, what I think about you. Uh, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> are you nervous? <laughs> no, actually. Um, I, you know, you were saying Big Brother. I, f I think that you would be so fun on Big Brother. Um, like, especially as a super fan, like super fans do so well on the show. And I feel like you would have such good little like, sound bites in the interview, in the interview chair. And um, I, I fans go far on that show specifically because they like know, like, um, do you know who Ian is? He was on, U he was on US Big Brother. He won. Okay. I, I just love him so much. And he is like a super fan that went on and just like knew how to play the game so well. And I feel like you would be beloved and go far. I don't know. I don't know what, what your physical challenge ability would be. Cause I don't know you like physically, <laughs> like I've never seen you run a mile, but like, I, I'm sure that you could play the social game really well. I definitely think that's where big brother UK and us differs. Cause we definitely don't have like it sounds like you have Olympics challenges or something. We don't no, have no, that. No, they, no, 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 they don't really. They're just like <laughs> hanging off walls and things like that. Okay. No, I'm, um, I'm thrilled with that analysis because yeah, I'd love to be on Big Brother. I've wanted to be on Big Brother ever since I was nine. Like I used to get jealous on launch night of the people going in. I was like, oh my God, like that was the best thing to me. And like, I would just like have these visualizations of me being in the Big Brother house and being like, oh my God, all these cameras are on me. And it's like, I'm being broadcast on all, all the TVs in the country. And it was just a really exciting prospect for me. I actually auditioned once. And yeah, I, I was going to ask. Yeah, I auditioned once um, in like 2010. And um, yeah, I got through like three stages and it was like, they got, they got me all excited. Like they got me in a room with the producer and they, she made out like, oh, they're really interested in you. You could tell one other person that you've got this far. Um, and so it was like really exciting. Uh, but yeah, obviously didn't get on that. One thing I'd really want to be on is the circle. Um, mm. I guess they did a US version. They did. It was okay. But I heard the UK one is really good. So good. Um, season one was the best one. Like I didn't, I sort of 
fizzled out of season two but yeah I think it's such a genius concept um I didn't like when it first was advertised I was like does the world really need this show but then it's just so good and it almost like preempted the whole pandemic because everyone was it's just a show about people trapped in their home like communicating just through social media and I think it's really interesting um but yeah I've applied for that and haven't heard anything back but yeah <laughs> um so yeah maybe my destiny just it just is uh, isn't for reality tv but I'm there's still TV. time there's still I so love. much time yeah thank you but well, look um, at, we're as, watching housewives these women are older than us yeah maybe they could um reboot the a-list or do like the a-list bristol and i'll do <laughs> yeah yeah we had we had a-list uh a-list dallas i'm from dallas actually texas um have you been to the roundup oh my god joe yes i have many times it's so fun like when they brought up the roundup on the show i was like I was in shock because like I've known of I've known about the roundup forever and it's this huge like dan- like I, I don't even know how to describe how big it is it's like a warehouse essentially huge okay. dance floor there's like a there's a pool room pool not as a, a billiards room <laughs> and then like a dance floor and then a bar area and then a huge outdoor space it's so fun it's like one Does of my favorite gay room? bars go ahead what you say Does it have a dark room um, I don't know if it does or not. The, the, the place across the street does have like places where, you know, you can, you know, get it, get it on. It's called S4. So, tell me, Tom, do you know the boys who did it or were you one of the boys that did it? <laughs> oh my God. Ew. I would never touch that man's peen. <laughs> Talk about a bad dick. That dick had to be bad. <laughs> do you think so or no? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because he's a doctor and it's kind of I mean, that we, we saw him naked. Remember? Remember him and Carrie? Wow. Remember when him and Carrie were they were on vacation and they were like running at each other in that water? Do you remember that? Maybe they I blocked that out because it was so traumatic. They were in Amsterdam and they did that that like polar plunge essentially, and they were like yeah. running in the water naked at each other. Yeah, no, I definitely remember that now. Yeah, the That's ice cold water. But Joe, no, I, I don't know the boys who did it and it wasn't me. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> okay, Tom, um, I, I could see you on Big Brother or Survivor and doing really well. I think, yeah, I think being a fan of these types of shows and knowing how they work inside and out is a real advantage. And I think I could see you getting really far. Um, again, yeah, I, don't, I don't know you know you, but I... Have you have you tried to get on these shows? Have you no, been I've on never any- auditioned. I've never auditioned for anything before. I um for not for any reason I just you know I've all I really really want to go on Survivor so bad um I think I, that I might it. do better on Big Brother but like I just want the adventure of Survivor is so appealing to me like I want to just I just want to know what it's like to be there and like the whole thing I, I'm a huge Survivor fan are you an outdoorsy type anyway? Do you like to go camping? Yeah, I'm, and I'm. Here's the thing: like, I I like nice things, but I'm also like low maintenance. Like, I don't need a lot. Like, I can. I mean, I'm sure it's awful to be on that island and just eating rice. You're starving. But like, I think that like I have a higher tolerance for being uncomfortable. Like, I can sleep like anywhere. <laughs> it's like a weird thing to say, but like, I feel like I can sleep on the dirt and be okay. 
that's a really useful gift to have. <laughs> Is like, it? I, 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 ser- I certainly can't do it. Like I, I need to be in my own space and I have my own nighttime routine. And yeah, I'm definitely not a, a camper by any means. So I don't. Oh, I mean, think- I don't. I'm making it sound like I literally like am bear girls like camping. Like I, I don't camp. I just like I'm not like I'm not adverse to it. Like I think I would be okay. Fuck it. Fill out those applications. Yeah. It's 2020. All bets are off. Just or do Joe, it. you and I could go on an amazing race together. <laughs> yes, let's be sassy. Oh no, did she do the family version? Yes, the, fa- uh-huh. the family one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I amazing race. Like we probably could get it here on some obscure TV channel, but it's not like a thing. Like you, you wouldn't say to someone in the street, "Do you know what amazing race is?" And they'd probably say no. Um, but I know it because like I'm more in tune with like American reality TV. Um, but I guess they have to race to um a a, a physical place, right? <laughs> That, that is that, that Joe. Is you Joe, you did just define what a race is. So <laughs> I'm like honestly a stupid bitch. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. So they have to like. So what you're saying is they have to get from point A to point B. <laughs> But yeah, that yes, they, that is what happens. <laughs> no, they like each. They don't know where the race is gonna take. <laughs> they don't know where the race is gonna take them. Like they don't know like that by the end of the season they'll be in China. Like just every week, every episode they like get a card and it just gives them clues about where they need to go in the city they're in. And eventually it'll be like you need to go to the airport. You're flying here. These are the three flights you take. I'm not a huge Amazing Race person. I'm I'm more on the Survivor Big Brother side of things but have you watched survivor i again i know what it is i know the concept um, but there's no, no ra- there's no racing in it <laughs> um no survivor is great though if that's a, that's worth a binge if you like reality competition if you i mean you love big brother you should you should i bet survivors on hey you is it not it's not on hey you um but i'm oh, sure I, think, I, can... I bet it's a cbs thing that's the underlying the, the, line here because big brother and survivor are cbs shows and if you can't get big brother you're not getting survivor either so would it be on hulu all roads lead back to hulu like i feel like i need to um just bite the bullet and get a hulu subscription and a vpn so that i can tap into these shows like who 90 has day. all of them campaigning for 90 day to get on to he, he get on hey you for years um but alas it's not happening so 90 yeah. day you've never watched it's so good no, because I just don't have access to it. Yeah. Like people can get it if they've got Sky, but I just don't. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe I should just get Hulu. Okay, so I'm gonna watch. I need to watch Housewives of uh, Melbourne, but I mean that's that's yes. Australia, but um, not UK. Um, and then what's like a UK show that I should watch? Have you done Ladies of London? Love Ladies of London. Okay, um, a UK show that you should watch. I don't actually watch any UK shows. Um, I, should I like no? Should I watch Essex at all? Because like they're, they're on Hulu. Okay, if you've got access to it, then why not dip in and see if it's for you? Um, if you love Gemma Collins, then that should be entertaining for you. Um, Made in Chelsea is just um, really glossy. It's it's very much the if you're into the hills and like Adam Develo projects, like it's very much that kind of um, lifestyle porn mm-hmm. um, with ridiculous um, first world problems drama. Um, so yeah, maybe give, give Made in Chelsea. Yeah, there we go. Great. 
Well, Joe, it was so nice talking to you and getting to meet you finally. I would love to have you back on at any point, please. You are always welcome here. Please do just my DMs are open and um, yeah, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Of course, Joe. And boys, slide into Joe's DMs. (laughs) yes i I will not give you a thumbs up emoji (laughs) um okay well um once again before we wrap up everyone uh just a reminder to follow uh, the podcast on uh apple apple podcast you can rate review and subscribe there five stars please we got one one star review (laughs) that is so petty like who the fuck did that i'm sure it was like an ex-boyfriend of mine yeah yeah Or someone that just doesn't like me very much. (laughs) I I, I have enemies out there somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, get a life. Right. But do rate, review, and subscribe. That is how we get this podcast off the ground. And uh, once again, you can follow Joe at JoeGun90 on Instagram and JoeGun. And Gun has two ends in it, by the way. And JoeGun on Twitter. And uh, once again, Joe, thank you for coming on. And uh, everyone have a fabulous weekend uh we will be back on sunday with another app uh covering the bachelorette okay bye y'all bye